Hey there, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel, and I have the honor of being your host each and every week. She Connects is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. I wholeheartedly believe that we as women enjoy connecting with one another to share hearts, disappointments, dreams, any challenges that we're facing, and really to just do life together. The heartbeat behind this podcast is to help empower and equip you to step into all that God has for you to do in this world. I'll be sharing whatever God has placed on my heart for the week, and from time to time, I invite guests on the show that I personally have gleaned and been inspired from, people that I admire and I just maybe want to learn a little bit more from and that I believe you will appreciate listening to. So welcome. I cannot wait to connect with you today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the She Connects podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and oh my goodness, She Rises 2021, the annual women's conference that I host every year. Oh, it was just simply amazing how God just met with us and I literally feel like we were standing underneath an open heaven and I I just really feel like we heard the heart of God and that we just really encountered him. You know, I've never been one to to be interested in an experience of some kind with him. I want an encounter. Not that an experience is bad, but I think for me personally, when I hear the word experience and and as it relates to the Lord, I, I tend to feel like, well, that was something that happened over there or back then or you know like we we kind of experience you know different things in our lives i've experienced that or or oh i've had experience with that or whatever you know you kind of like when you're maybe listening to someone speak and and what they're sharing you kind of resonate with and so you you know within yourself or even in a, a one-on-one conversation or in a small group gathering you maybe can even offer and say say, oh yeah, I've experienced that too. But when when we say an encounter, there's something, I don't know, for me, again, for me personally, there's just something about the use of the word encounter when it comes to the presence of Jesus and his Holy Spirit. I want an encounter with him because I know when I encounter his presence, when I encounter his glory, when I encounter his spirit, I believe that I'm going to be changed, that something is going to take place on the inside of me. There's going to be a shift that takes place in my mind, in my heart. Things are going to shift and uh, and just change even just my whole being something changes when when we encounter the living god and i just really believe that that is that is what happened um in april over the 9th and the 10th as we gathered you know it was it was a sold out event we sold out 6 weeks ahead of the event i mean 
wow, <laughs> six weeks ahead of the event. We were completely sold out. And so I really felt like, you know, I want to take this episode of the She Connects podcast and then the next two and really um, just share a little bit about the message that was on my heart uh, and I gave to the women in attendance um, at She Rises in April the 9th and the 10th. And I don't know, maybe maybe you were there. Uh, and so that's really exciting to me. Thank you for, um, for coming. It was an honor to host you at the She Rises Women's Conference in April. And, and so maybe this is just going to be an episode that reinforces what you heard. It's going to be a reminder for you. It's going to be, um, you know, episodes that you can go back and listen to again, because maybe something's going to stand out to you in these episodes that you maybe missed while you were present at She Rises, or maybe you were you were on the waiting list. We had a waiting list again this year. That's two years in a row now where we've had a waiting list of women hoping and just praying for something to change and for them to be able to uh, be present in She Rises. And, you know, for whatever reason, that waiting list just nothing changed and so maybe you weren't able to uh, to attend and so these next three episodes are really just the bulk of my message that I really feel like was just seared on the inside of me and so this is for you if you weren't able to join us this year be blessed this is exactly what I shared for those that were present with us I talked about uh, I talked about Esther, and if you aren't aware, Esther is actually a book of the Bible. It's found in the in the Old Testament, and it's a short book. Uh, it's about a woman named Esther, and uh, I really encourage you to take some time to read um, read the book of Esther. It is so good, and I really believe that in these next three episodes, that that book of the Bible will just take on new meaning and. You'll be able to look at that um, at that book and those pages of the book of Esther with a new pair of lenses. And I just really believe that these next three episodes, you know, just will uh, encourage you and spur you on in your faith as you read the book of Esther in, in the Old Testament. I really believed in my heart and I continue to believe it uh, today. And I don't know, I, I just really believe that it, it's been so deeply impressed upon my heart that I don't think that I will ever be able to step away from believing that God is raising up modern day Esthers in the world right now. Uh, he's raising up you and me as modern day Esthers to bring about change and impact the world for the kingdom of God. Uh, I believe that, and I shared at the women's conference that I really believe that God has issued a clarion call to his daughters to rise up as and be modern day Esthers in this world. You know, I want to be sensitive to 
to people that maybe aren't real familiar with Esther. And I just want to lay a little bit of background for you as we as we begin to dive into what God had laid on my heart in this, this topic of being brave. That was the theme for She Rises 2021. And you know what? Here's the thing. I really do believe that if you and I are going to rise up, if we're going to answer that call, that clarion call that God has just, you know, issued for his daughters, if we're going to rise up in our spheres of influence as modern day Esters, listen, let's not put our heads in the sand. It's going to require you and me to be brave. It's it's going to require us to to dig deep uh, into the Lord that is on the inside of us, draw upon his strength and his courage and be brave. And so the story of Esther, she was a, she was a young Jewish orphan who had lost both her parents. She was being raised by her older cousin Mordecai and together they lived Uh, in exile. They were poor. They lived in obscurity, which means they really weren't on anyone's radar as standout type of people. Esther and Mordecai were average, everyday people, simply living their lives the best they could, given their situation. And I just really wanted to point your attention to, to those facts that, you know, Every single day, God takes everyday ordinary people like Esther and Mordecai, like me, like you, and he does extraordinary things through them. You know, Esther really wasn't anyone that was standing out in in the eyes of, of other people as, you know, like, wow, keep your eyes on her. God is going to do amazing things in her life. She's going to go places in life. Nobody was really, you know, kind of giving her a whole lot of attention. She was outwardly just an average young girl living living her life. And I think that it's so important to also mention that the entire theme of the book of Esther, God is at work in each of their lives for a divine purpose. And yet when you look at the book of Esther, he's not mentioned anywhere in the book of Esther. His name is not mentioned at all in the book of Esther. And yet we see this culmination of God at work in their lives for a divine purpose as we read through the book of Esther. And then when we reach the end of of the book of Esther, I mean, it is so obvious that God was at work positioning his people for impact and to bring solutions solutions to change the course of an entire nation, that Esther was positioned as queen uh, over a nation, not just because she, you know, grabbed the attention of, of the king, not just because she was was beautiful. I mean, did those things play a factor in his decision in choosing her to be his queen? Yeah, but there was something even bigger at play, a divine intervention by God, the creator and designer of Esther for such a time as this. I also believe that God wants you to know that you are a carrier of God-given potential and that within you are gifts that this world needs. That just as God was intervening and positioning Esther for um, a very important time in the world, you know, in the climate, in in the the time, in the age of where Esther 
was raised and positioned as a queen. He is at work in your life. Right now, he is at work in your life. You may not feel like it. Outwardly, your circumstances might not point that direction, but make no mistake, just as we read the book of Esther, he was at work in Esther's life. He is at work presently, right now, actively taking a role in your life, right now. Believe it. Activate your faith to, to believe that. To believe that God sees you. He has you on his radar. He knows your name. He calls you by your name. You are not lost on him. You are not hidden from him. There's never been a moment in your life where he has not seen you. There has never been a moment in your life where he has uh, forgotten about you. There has never been a moment in your life where God has not been thinking about you. He is constantly thinking about you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. He is thinking about you. He has your name on his mind. He has you on his sights, on his radar right now. And for some listening here, and I even believe that some at the She Rises Women's Conference, that's something new. Maybe you're listening today and you feel like no one's ever told me that. I've never thought about that. I didn't even know that God would see me. I mean, I know that there's a God. I know that there's a God that, you know, that creates things and that, you know, he does things that are powerful, but I've always viewed him as this, as this big God. And I didn't know that he would see little old me in my own little corner of the world. Well, he does. <laughs> and he is right now. And is he a big God? Yes. Is he powerful? Absolutely. And here's the thing. It's not as if we can somehow pull him down and make him equal with us. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But let me tell you, he is so near to you. He is so close to you. He wants an intimate, up close, upfront relationship with you. And if you've never been told that you could make a difference in the world, this episode is for you. This episode is for you. Maybe it is a reminder to you. Maybe it's something that you have heard before, but you know, life kind of happened and you kind of maybe forgot about it or you stopped believing it for some reason. You know, for whatever reason, you just maybe kind of, I don't know, like maybe just stopped thinking about that. Listen, I believe that God is at work in your life and he wants to breathe his life-giving breath back into those areas that maybe feel a little dormant, that maybe you've kind of boxed up, metaphorically speaking, and they're just kind of tucked away in the basement of your heart. God wants to pull those out. He wants to breathe his life-giving breath back into them and make you feel fully alive on the inside. So in these next three episodes, I'm going to talk to you about being a woman who is awakened to your potential, 
who you are in him. In other words, your identity and the plan that he has for your life. That's what we're going to talk about this week. Next week, I want to talk to you about being someone who is aligned to kingdom principles. And those are what governs how you live your life, how you see God, and how you see yourself. And the third episode in this little mini series for you to be activated and bravely take steps toward the plans and purposes that he has for your life. As I already touched upon, Esther was an orphan being raised by her older cousin Mordecai. She lived in obscurity, an unlikely woman not on anyone's radar. I want to ask you today, do you feel like you're living in obscurity? Do you feel like you're just kind of going through life Nobody's really paying any attention to me. I kind of feel like if I'm going to be honest, I feel like a wallflower. Sort of feel like I'm just, you know, living in the shadows. Nobody really ever gives me a second glance. Nobody ever mentions my name. Nobody is, you know, really considering me for anything. I just want to speak into your life this week that you would be awakened to your potential, that you would be awakened. And just like maybe no one really was noticing Esther, that she was living in obscurity, you know, not on anyone's radar, God saw her. He knew exactly where she was. He created her, and she may not have understood it at the time, but Esther was a carrier of God-given potential, and that potential would be something that would change the entire trajectory of a nation. He took a Jewish orphan and made her queen, queen of an entire empire. Esther began as a seemingly nobody in the eyes of others, but make no mistake, she had always been a somebody in the eyes of her creator. How about you? Do you wonder if God could ever use you? Do you wonder if your life could ever leave a lasting impact on the world? Do you maybe wish it could be possible, but then self-imposed limits sort of win the day? What do I mean by self-imposed limits? You know, we look at, at things in our lives and all we see are imperfections. Lack, we maybe feel like we lack influence. We lack skills. Maybe for some of us, we feel like we're too old. We're too young. I have a checkered and messy past. Uh, I don't have enough education. I don't know enough scripture. I've made too many mistakes. What will people think of me? I'm too broken. Listen, my friend. Those are self-imposed limits. And toward the end of this week's episode, I'm going to infuse you with faith taken from scripture that you can be able to look at all of the people from Genesis all the way through the New Testament of people, everyday, ordinary people, just like you and just like me, who had all of these things that I just listed and more. But God intervened in their lives and he used them in a very powerful way to bring change and impact the world for the kingdom. Wherever we see lack, God sees potential. Wherever we see gaps, God sees fulfillment. Wherever we see brokenness, God sees wholeness. Wherever we see and then fill in the blank with your own self-imposed limit, God sees the exact opposite. 
just because you may be hurting, have fears, have doubts, have questions, you maybe have a messy past, and maybe even you would say that you have a lack of support and encouragement around you, just because you may be going through something right now does not take away the truth that you are God's elect, a chosen people for such a time as this. You are alive on the planet right now for a purpose, that you are an image bearer to the world, that you are a light, that you are created to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ in this world, that you are a carrier of God-given potential, that he has planted gifts on the inside of you. Throughout the Bible, we read of messy people who went through their own times of fears and doubts and questions and brokenness who experienced rejection, but God still chose them. He worked through them to reach the world and have and leave an impact for the kingdom. God is saying today that even in your low place, if you feel like right now, I'm just at a low place. I feel discouraged. I feel disheartened. I feel disregarded. I feel maybe set aside. Uh, God is beside you. He sees you and he has called you. No matter what fears, doubts, questions, how messy your past is or what you're working through right now, he has a plan for your life. For your life, not just someone that maybe stands a little bit taller in your life. Maybe you're looking at someone and you feel like, I can see how God might use her. She knows more scripture than I do. She's been attending church longer than I have. She seems farther along in her faith. She has more education. She seems more put together. She seems more confident. Whatever it is, listen, set all of that aside and apply this to you. God is speaking this to you, to you. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, verses 15 and, and 16. This is from the message translation of the Bible. It says this, you were, are here to be light, bringing out the God colors of the world into the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, this is Jesus talking right now. He's talking to you. Personalize this scripture as he's speaking directly to you. If I make you a light bearer, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Listen, He wants to use you and your one life to show other people who He is and that He loves them, that He has a plan for their lives, that they can be image bearers, that they are light unto the world, that God has a plan for their lives and that He created them with and for a purpose and that they are loved, that they are chosen, that that God wants to have an up-close, up-front, intimate relationship with them. You were not created to live in the shadows, my friend. Let me repeat that. You were never, never 
Never ever was it God's plan and intention for you to live in the shadows. You were created to shine. You were not created to shrink back. You were created to point others to him. What do you feel lack in? What do you feel a lack in? Listen, God is simply looking for someone who is willing to take him at his word and believe that if he can use anyone, he can use you. If he can use anyone, he can use you. He desires for you to be awakened to the truth that you are alive on the planet for such a time as this. There's a reason. Listen, there is a reason that you were not born 100 years ago, but that you are alive and breathing and walking on the planet right now for such a time as this. In the book of Genesis chapter 15, it's the first book of the entire Bible, first book of the Old Testament, the book of Genesis. There's a story of a man named Abraham in chapter 15, verse 5. Genesis chapter 15 verse 5 and at this point of Abraham's story Abraham is referred to by the name that he was born with Abram and God eventually changes his name to Abraham um, which which means father of of many nations and Abram means that he is a father of one but Abraham um, it's really just a, a prophetic change to his name that God that God gave him that you are not going to be just a father of one but that I have created you and designed you and called you to be a father of many nations well, as you read the story of Abraham, Abraham was an old man, naturally speaking. He was an old man. And his wife, Sarah, she was old. She was past the years of childbearing. You know, she was, if I'm just going to be point blank, her ovaries um, and her uterus, they were beyond the point of bearing a child. And so naturally speaking, outwardly looking at them, they were well beyond that. And so for God to say not only... Are you going to be a father of one? I've called you and designed you to be a father of many. You're going to be a father of many descendants, that you are going to be a father of many. And in fact, I will no longer call you Abram. I'm going to call you Abraham. Well, when he was having this conversation with Abraham, he tells Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse 5, come out from where you are. He was, you know, in a tent. Step out, and it was nighttime, and he says, look up into the sky and count the stars if you are able to. That is the number of descendants that you will father. Well, yeah, I mean, it was nearly impossible to count that many stars. I mean, you and I, when we look up into the sky in the middle of the night, can you count all of the stars? I know I can't. But every time I look up and I see all the stars, I am in simple awe of, wow, God, you created that. You placed the stars in the heavens and you tell them to stay and they stay. What God was telling Abraham to do was step out from where you are and what you know presently, seeing your life 
through the lens, naturally speaking, come out from where you are, leave all of that, set all of that aside and begin to see yourself, see your life and see your future through my eyes, through the lens of faith, through the lens of heaven. Listen, I want to ask you today, who were you before anybody told you who you were supposed to be? Let me ask you that again. Who were you before anybody told you who you were supposed to be? Who were you before life happened? What were your dreams? What were the promises that God spoke over your life? Friend, you are God's idea. All along, you have been God's idea. You are his masterpiece. And I believe today that he wants you to be awakened to your potential awakened to see your life through the lens of heaven, to step outside of any self-imposed limits, anything that would somehow contain you from living your life with purpose. I just speak over you today that what feels dormant is coming alive that you are removing the old scratched up lenses and that you are beginning to wear the new that will allow you to see yourself through the eyes of your creator and how he has created you. That you, wherever you have felt dry and dusty of soul, you are beginning to feel like a well-watered garden teeming with life and vibrancy. I just prophesy that and declare that over your life this week. That where you feel like maybe you are merely just going through the motions on survival mode, I believe that God is creating you to thrive. That God is creating you to thrive. Believe it today. Believe it today. Set aside whatever it is, however you have been seeing your life. Believe that God is who he says he is. And because every he is everything that he says he is, that you can be everything he says that you are. Believe that you have been fearfully and wonderfully created with a unique purpose. Believe that your past doesn't define your future. Believe that whatever you have gone through whatever may be part of your story is not the end of your story. Believe that if God can use anyone, he can use you. Believe his truth over any lie the devil wants to bait you with, the labels that people have placed upon you, and to instead of being led by your feelings, believe that you are being led by the power of his Holy Spirit. Believe today that you are not too old and it is not too late. Believe that you are an image bearer of the living God and you are the answer to what the world is searching for, that you are carrying the answer that the world is looking for, Jesus Christ living on the inside of you. Believe that God has created you as a truth teller, a hope dealer, and a lifter of others. Believe today that you were created for impact. Listen, the power of choice is one of the greatest things God has given to every single one of us. You are not powerless. Listen, you are not powerless. You have the power of choice.
And do not wait for your feelings as a motivator before you start declaring those things that I just um, rattled off over your life. Repeat them over your life. Push pause. Write them down one at a time and begin to declare them, decree them over your life and over your future. Don't wait for your feelings. Listen, courage breeds courage. Who is waiting for you to find your brave? Who is waiting for you? Who is waiting for you to find your courage, to rise up with a brave heart, courageous and strong, and to believe that if God can use anybody, he can use you. There is someone on the other side of your brave, obedient yes that is going to be the fruit of your brave and obedient yes. Listen, I told you earlier, all throughout the Bible, we read of people intervening in the lives of people, imperfect people, and using them in a mighty, powerful way for his kingdom. Let me just run through this list. Noah, I'm going to start in the Old Testament and just carry us through uh, to the New Testament. Noah got drunk. Abraham was considered too old. Isaac was called a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah was considered not good enough. Joseph was discarded by his family. Moses was a murderer and had a stuttering problem. Gideon was afraid. Samson was also afraid. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah was considered too young. David was a murderer and an adulterer. Elijah had suicidal thoughts. Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a widow. Job lost his family, went through bankruptcy, and his so-called friends questioned his faith. The disciples fell asleep while praying. Martha worried about everything. Mary Magdalene was demon-possessed. Zacchaeus was considered too small, a tax collector, hated by the people. Paul was a murderer and a persecutor of the early church. Timothy was also considered too young and had physical problems such as ulcers. Lazarus was physically dead until Jesus brought him back to life. No matter your story, God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for your life. People are often too quick to judge another and set themselves aside because of this or that. And oftentimes we can set ourselves aside. But listen, God's value system is different than this world. Satan would love to capitalize on what you see as limitations, self-imposed limitations. Satan would love to capitalize on your thoughts and your feelings that don't align with scripture. Today, right now, we serve him notice that you and I are alive for such a time as this. The enemy wants to condemn you, but Jesus came to acquit you. The enemy wants to keep you bound to regret and shame, but Jesus has came to set you free. The enemy wants to keep you pushed down, but Jesus came to lift you. Daughter of God, you are chosen and treasured. 
created for a purpose, set apart and redeemed and pursued by Jesus Christ, now is the time to start arguing with God about what you see as reasons why he couldn't use your one life to impact the world around you and begin to rely on his capacity and believe that in the power of his Holy Spirit, he will take up the slack and fill in the gaps. Now is the time. Now is your time to rise awakened, aligned, and activated. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you're here. Oh man, these next three episodes, this little mini-series, I really believe is not only going to add value to your life, but I believe that it's going to fan your faith back into flame. It's going to spur you on, that hope is rising on the inside of you, that you are shaking off lies. You are shaking off the opinions of other people. You're shaking off the labels that people have placed upon you. You're letting go of, of what was in the past and your eyes are looking straight ahead and you're seeing yourself, your life and your future through the lens of faith, through the lens of heaven. In Jesus name, I just speak that out over you. Again, I'm so glad that you're here. And hey, just a shameless plug. Did you know that I'm an author? And, you know, I talk about these very things that I talk about here on the She Connects podcast in each of my books and in the 30-day women's devotional that I, that I just wrote and was published this past February. You can find those resources on Amazon on Barnes and Noble or on my website at sherisesmn.org. And again, just a shameless plug, you can, you can find those resources on my website. And if you decide to grab those resources on my website, that's actually going directly into the ministry and it helps me to advance the message of She Rises, the overarching message of She Rises to more people. And so another shameless plug, hey, would you help me share this broadcast, this this show, this podcast with other people. Listen, you have a sphere of influence that I don't have. And you can reach people that I otherwise would not be able to reach. Most definitely have people in your lives, uh, sisters, your mom, your grandma, your neighbor, your coworker, friends that need to hear this message. And so would you share it with people in your sphere of influence? Would you share it to your social media platforms? Let's let's partner together. You know what? I believe I'm a servant of the living God. I believe that you are a servant and I am honored to link arms with you and serve serve the Lord together. We're in this together. We are better together. Let's walk that out. Let's walk out what we say so well that we are better together. Let's walk it out. And together, let's impact the world. Let's do this. Share this episode with people that you know need to hear this. Next week, we're going to be talking about living as a woman, a daughter of the King of Kings, fully aligned to him in Jesus name. All right. Thank you again for joining me this week. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Take care, stay well, and I'll catch you next week. Well, I hope that that was a blessing in your life. I'd love to hear what you walked away with from this week's episode. Drop a comment and let me know. 
I read and respond to each and every one of them, and I would love to hear from you. We all know people who could use some encouragement, especially nowadays, right? If you felt this episode was a blessing to you, would you share it with the people in your life? Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode because a new one drops each and every Wednesday. And would you be willing to leave a review and maybe even a few stars? It not only fills my heart and means so much to me, but it helps women find the podcast and be encouraged too. Have a fabulous week and I will connect with you right back here next week.